everyone, welcome to another episode of the Long Gun Kitties. It's John Wan, your most handsome circuit breaker ever on the face of the planet. I'm breaking <laughs> all of the circuits. Today we have Angie breaking things just in general, circuits or otherwise. We have Jerry, uh, sorry, we have uh, Dan Wong shitting on every circuit known to man. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yep. How are we all doing today, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, we are breaking something for sure. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So... Uh, for our viewers, our listeners who are not in Singapore, actually this applies to the entire world. The entire world is in lockdown or a state of semi-lockdown. Excuse me. Excuse me. There's yeah. no such thing we as lockdown, lockdown in Singapore. Okay. We're not lockdown. Huh? We're just on a circuit break, okay? A man, a man wearing pink It's complicated. Shirt, a man wearing a pink shirt told me we're not in lockdown. He had a red tie on. Yeah. Is that a signal of things? He could speak three know. languages. He could speak three languages. And he was very impressive. Yes. He had a magical cup. <laughs> that, that enabled him to speak three languages. Yeah. yeah, after every sip, like it turns a channel, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's amazing. <laughs> and then it became uh, the editor's uh, post-production war as well, where everyone was uh, having a dick measuring contest on how well they can color correct. John, come on, it's 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 good. It's it's good that we we know the standards that it could have been. Hey, come on, from a PMO address, uh, it's like really terrible that he's like looking so jaundiced there. Yeah. I was looking at him yeah, and I'm like, sorry, I can't take you seriously. Yeah, people are asking <laughs> if he's well, you know, if he's okay, you know. Like, and oh this, my God. That's the importance that color grading does. And John, as a photographer, I think that you probably know better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you should care, a, But it's John? just a dick measuring contest thing, right? That What's wrong with dick measuring? Well... You should know. You measure your dick all the time. Absolutely nothing's wrong with dick measuring. <laughs> but should, honestly, no, right? We should all measure dicks all the time. Yeah, yeah sure. All the fucking time. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was like, I was looking at, at uh, PM Lee, right? And, and the color was so terrible. I was like, shit, man. Someone someone didn't, you know, put the makeup foundation correctly. Or yeah, something. actually, that's a good point. Eh? Do you think somebody's head will roll? Because... Uh, they didn't color grade the footage. I am pretty sure someone got fucked over. Yeah, if this was North yeah. Korea, right, he, he, he'd be... He shot. And his whole family would have been dragged out and then, like, executed in front of all the other, like, color correctors so they would never make the same mistake ever again. Exactly. man. <laughs> no man, they, they, will, they will shoot you in a place where you don't die instantly. So, bam! <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You like make a lot of noises before you die. <laughs> Kimchi. <laughs> what the fuck? They were so racist. Oh, we are not racist at all, oh ladies and gentlemen. Long Kong. We are not right. racist at all. Ng. <laughs> I'm like editor, we need to cut this shit out. <laughs> we're, we're uh, dead, then man. you started it. Like, but you know what? Uh, even the even the footage, uh, I also find it a bit funny. The the focusing never seems to be correct. Right. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's right. Like, it's I'm so just weird. thinking, motherfucker, those old people, right? They're gonna die of vertigo <laughs> first before the fucking Wu flu kills them, lah. <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Imagine looking at the PMO address, right? And then getting like vertigo so bad that you start feeling yeah. dizzy, and then you're like, oh. Oh, maybe I, I really got COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is that, is dizziness a symptom of getting COVID? No, it's not. Hey, wait, is it? Wait, you know what we can do? We can go to symptomchecker. Symptomchecker.com. Yes. The, the, I think the government has like listed out a couple of really amazing um, websites where you can check all the various things. Mm-hmm. Let me just read to you all these things, okay? Okay. Uh, I will do a PSA. So you can go to gov.sg, gov.sg for most general things. To find a PHPC clinic, you can go to phpc.gov.sg. To find where to collect your mask, go to www.maskowear.gov.sg. Maskowear. To, to check your Wait, symptoms. Wait, wasn't, wasn't there an F called Pacto Go Wear? No, I don't know. I have no idea, man. So anyways, to, to check your online your symptoms online, go to www.sgcovidcheck.com And then the disclaimer, if you are feeling chest pain, breathless, gasping for air, or any other emergency concerns, please call 995 immediately. Don't bother to check online by symptoms. (laughs) Yeah, I worry you guys. If you're going online, if you're reading this, aren't you already online (laughs) looking for symptoms? (laughs) (laughs) No. It's it's like, you know those signs, right? That says, uh, please do not 
touch this so this was this was <laughs> hey, 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 hey. this is told to me by the doctor right okay uh when i went to go like uh check check my cough out okay so he was in this like crazy crazy gear you know oh, like he, he was dressed up yeah of course Why? he was like i went to a doctor Huh. He's just like a normal GP, but he was dressed up like... Face shield, everything. Goggles. Face shield, goggles, and then Fuck like um, gloves, and then like this yellow gown, hospital... I don't know what you this call it. This at a GP, things. at a general clinic. Yeah, at a general clinic. So anyways, he told me, right, if you are you cannot complete 20 words in a sentence without gasping for air. Okay. Or if you feel like, you know, you're, you can't you can't get any air in, that is what... Hey, 20 words a lot. Eh. 20 words is a lot. Are basically... Eh. I can, I can, I can, 20 words, I have to guess for air already. Keep your phone connected. WhatsApp connects you to your phone to sync messages to... <gasps> yeah, you, you, you couldn't even put 20 words. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So basically, if you feel breathless by then, then, okay. you know, it's a, it's a symptom. La. Breathless, la. the keyword is breathless. La. <laughs> there, 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 there are some fat fucks out there who can't even make five words, I'm telling you. That's just the fats, though. Okay, anyway, John, please, please... <laughs> Please tell us what is the topic for today before we the screw topic, up this podcast entirely. The topic for today, right, is I find Singapore very extra. <laughs> very, really very extra. So, uh, the rest of the world, it's not just the circuit breaker thing. Uh, but the rest of the world uh, is calling it social distancing, right? Do you know what we are calling it? What are we calling it? You, know, you guys don't know. We're calling it safe distancing. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, mm. all the government yeah. uh, newsletter, uh, PSA, whatever, right, they all deem it as safe distancing. And then together with this fucking circuit breaker thing, uh, it's like, what the fuck? Why are, we, why are we being so fucking extra about all this? Why do we need to come up with new fucking terms? Hey, John, wasn't it you who was like shitting on our government for like not being innovative with like uh, new sand, new water? <laughs> Look, now they're like proving you wrong and they're giving you like no, all these fancy they're, fucking terms. They're and, like, proving me exactly right. We we can't come up with shit. The, this these are shit names. <laughs> Just look, see ah, uh, if you call it social distancing, it it sends you a message of sadness, you know, of loneliness because you can't socialize anymore. But if you call it safe distancing, it's like you can still kind of socialize, but you are safe. You have to be safe, right? By the way, uh, <laughs> do you know that um, do you know that there will be safe distancing ambassadors? Oh yeah, they get paid like hey, 2.5k oh k a month. K, like, yeah, I feel like bad. signing up to be a safe distance as ambassador. I'm not even earning 2.5k now, you know, in this crisis. Really? Uh? Yeah. Wow, tell it. Oh my god, you're looking at me as if you are. <laughs> How much are you earning this month, Angie? I can't tell you that. Oh my god, you're so blessed, you know. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, the government should definitely sign me up as a safe distancing ambassador. I will do this job right. To my utmost, okay. <laughs> I will be swinging. I will sw- be swinging batons. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you would be it's the best man for the awesome job, job man. Like and those Indian Indian guys with rattan canes, right? And then I'll, I mean, I'll be a huge intimidating figure. You mean, I tell you, you see this one point nine meter giant walking down towards you, uh, with a fucking baton, uh, that on my shirt, right, that says "Safe Distancing Ambassador." Uh. <laughs> Are you gonna wear a smile on your face? Yeah, I'm going to wear all the smiles on all my face, okay? <laughs> all the fucking smiles. I'm just be trotting down towards you and then you'll just be down there trembling in your fucking Adidas sneakers. Okay? And then this, this whole time, yeah, in your Yeezys and this whole time, right, I'm just be like, excuse me, is what you're doing out here on the streets essential services, my friend, my fellow citizen? <laughs> Okay, Can he, you just sign up yeah. and do it? So that look kind of scary, you know. <laughs> I really, I like the idea of you being a safe, safe distance, uh, thing. Yeah, 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 results will be guaranteed for sure. Results guaranteed. I fuck. <laughs> I will have a quota. I will have an internal quota. I'm gonna beat the shit out of all the fucking Wuhan wangs. You, I'm gonna back, back to house. You won the wangs. I'm gonna beat the shit out of all them, fucking the Covidians as well. I see you licking doorknobs. <laughs> <laughs> or leaking toilet I'm gonna bust down the to- the fucking toilet the public toilet doors I see you leaking toilet bowls toilet seats Fu- I'm beat the shit out of you with my fucking baton can uh, you also dunk their faces into the water I'll do all of it okay. I'll kick the shit out of them I'll take their Yeezys off their feet and then I'll dirty it and then I'll slap them with it how, the, how, how effective do you think I will be as a safe safety distance officer you, you could use the other approach instead of intimidating them you could annoy the hell out of them Angie Am I that annoying? I feel I like I'm more intimidating than annoying. I don't think Angie is the annoying type. 
But you, yeah. I think you can intimidate. You can get quite ragey, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. I think you can intimidate those uh soft, wimpy beta boys. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll take Soy that. Soy boy beta cucks. Yeah. <laughs> I love this word. Then that you after that you me. challenge them <laughs> to a knife fight and then you win. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Then one he's indirectly calling oh no. you then. <laughs> Uh, I, my, my penis just shrank into myself and became a vagina <laughs> oh is I, I, should I be calling you Daniel now yeah call me you, Daniel la. wait hang on are you suggesting that vaginas are somehow lesser than penises oh <laughs> oh no Dan trapped Wong? in a corner what will Dan Wong do okay what I'll do is hey guys hello this podcast is okay getting off the rails please give us a topic okay okay it's not about me it's about the situation <laughs> at hand okay <laughs> Okay, let me... Damn, can you do your best impression of what you would do as a safety safety distancing officer? Eh, excuse me. Eh, eh, you cannot stand so close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you just put on the most nasal voice you can think of. Yeah, you just irritate the shit out of people. <clears throat> I think that might be even more effective than John. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I hear that fucking squawk. Uh, I just really like, want to go very far away. Yeah, you know? I'm just like... <laughs> I, whatever you 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 don't have the wolf flu but whatever you have I don't want it <laughs> maybe he's all the covidiots <laughs> can you catch covidiot C clearly it's fucking spreading faster than the wolf flu right what <sighs> hey guys funny. I don't want to trouble you guys and please don't take this too seriously but I'm a bit feverish but it's not because of the covid it's because it's very zua. Yeah, I yeah. ate too much mala and all that hot stuff and now, now I'm you know, not feeling so well. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Then but I do not have chest pain. all at risk. You might be like, not exhibiting those symptoms. So yet. for our audi- audiences, right, actually I wanted to cancel this episode of the podcast because you know, I'm the chairman of this podcast. So what happens, right, is that... Wait, uh, are you? No way. <laughs> then I was like, hey guys, I think because of social distancing, because of safe distancing, sorry, uh, and our prime minister has gone, gone, taken all that trouble to do that speech, uh, I think we should cancel this. And then NG was like, Dan, if you cancel this podcast... I will stab you and pull out your intestines. And I was so intimidated, you know. I was feast on your intestines. Yeah, so I decided to come here today. Good job, Dan Wong. Wow, so obedient. Yeah, after all, he lost in the knife fight. Uh, then what, dude? He's, <laughs> he's now the, your slave forever? Yes. <laughs> okay. I, have, I, have, I can pull this up whenever I want. Uh, but you know, uh, I think one of the things that's most concerning to me is that this lockdown can't last forever, right? And eventually, uh, we have to come to some sort of consensus. Or we, at some point in time, society will question, right? At what point do we say uh, coronavirus, Wu flu, or whatever, is just going to be part and parcel of our life? It's just going to be something that is equivalent to, say, a localized earthquake. Or equivalent to, say, well, if we're going to allow, let's say, for example, uh, however many driving deaths there are in the world, and then if there's less people dying as a result of the coronavirus as compared to driving, smoking, drinking, then why is it that we are all sacrificing so much for the purpose of this very small segment of the population that would eventually die from the Wu flu? Can I, can I bring your attention, I mean to answer in part your question, can I bring your attention to, uh, to the first SARS and then to MERS? Mm-hmm. So as of today, right? There is still no vaccine and there's still no cure for yeah. SARS and for MERS. Which is why I kind of think that there's going to be no vaccine as well for coronavirus. And that, yeah, it kind of reinforces my point in that if there's no end in sight, right, then we kind of need to start to ask some really fucking tough questions eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like this has made me realize just how fragile our ecosystem is in terms of the business and the economy. So many people are uh, getting uh, thrown out of business. So many places are closing down. We can't we can't handle this for long, lah. Like, I personally may not be able to handle this for long. I, I think if it lasts till years end, right, I'll just close down the studio, lah, and that's just it, lah. It is. I mean, uh, and it's not just businesses as well. It's for people who are the people the people who are poor, right? cannot afford this kind of... I mean, safe distancing and all that is really, it's literally luxury for the rest of us who can afford it. I mean, for me personally, I'm very, well, I'm very affected. My businesses will be closed down during, the, during this circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me personally, 
I'm still okay. I got some cash savings, so on and so forth. But my staff, right, they cannot afford this kind of close down for too long. One mm. month, maybe they can they can tie it through, but subsequently, right, they they simply won't be able to handle it. Correct. So I think like the whole thing about this um so so called pandemic la, I would call it, is, is the fact that unlike drinking and driving and poor habits, right, it's not something that you cause yourself. It's something that you cannot help. So for example, um the way that it spreads. Right, it, you can't. You know, like, it's not like I drink myself to stupid, right? And then the next person, uh, the who was sitting next to me also catch my stupid, right? Or mm-hmm. or catch my like toxic alcoholism. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the thing, right? I think once again, I think that kind of reinforces my point because when all the stuff that I listed as examples, right, are within your control that you can do it yourself, and then we yep. still allow it to happen. But then when it comes to coronavirus, right, if it functionally is an act of God. When you are asymptomatic for 14 days and then you are still potentially a spreader, how do you account for that? You see? And I think that's when the new normal sets in where I think the I think worldwide, right, the lockdown, circuit breakers, everything will be gone and then we will just be dealing with a cluster of 30 infected a day. And then out of these 30, right, maybe say six of them will die and then we just, we just think that, okay, this is acceptable loss at that point in time. Well, the the official rate is not six out of thirty. That's quite a big number. Yeah. But I mean, the so what they are saying, right, is that I mean, in PM Lee's latest address, what they are saying is about eighty percent of us experience mild symptoms if you do get infected. Hmm. So generally speaking, about six of them, right, will be experiencing severe symptoms. Uh. if all six of them have underlying condition or they are the elderly, then they die. Lor. I guess I'll die then business as usual, right? It's a harsh way of thinking about it, but at the same time, mm-hmm. like everything else that we talked about, it just becomes acceptable losses. Uh, okay, so so your point is that the world will eventually reach this kind of stage, this kind of acceptance. Yeah, I think that will be the new normal. Um, it will just be like, okay, so one one another thing that's analogous to it right which is the influenza virus yes so that one kills also something like 40,000 people a year for instance yes okay but of course influenza is a so-called baby version of the coronavirus lah, meaning to say that it kills less people in general and it's not so infectious so the coronavirus right mm. when we understand it a little bit better and we can control it and we understand who why and how it kills then the new, the world right will adapt to a new normal and then we will just have to deal with it. Mm, that seems like a likely scenario as well. I'm not discounting that entirely. There's also, how, how long do you think the coronavirus will adapt to human beings? Because ultimately, the most successful virus lives inside you now and doesn't kill you, but it uses your body as a host. Right? So we already have seen cases of people who are asymptomatic, uh, and or people like the guy in Yishun who got the virus, got a mild cough and cold, and then recovered on his own. This already shows that there are some strains of the coronavirus that um, can live with people. Does that does that make sense? Do you think? Okay, I, I, this is totally out of my league. But do you guys think that the coronavirus uh, can adapt fast enough to live with us to a point where it doesn't kill us and just lives together with us like all the other normal well, viruses? Well, I mean, like it's gonna adapt at its own pace, lah. Fast and not fast. It, it, it's just like human. No, uh, there, there definitely things. is a trajectory that the coronavirus uh, evolution points towards. And it just seems like it, it will reach a wall at some point. It, it, it doesn't. It gets worse before it gets better. Like, yeah, it, and it, it doesn't like magically becomes a super killer or it magically becomes like a parasitic virus or a symbiotic virus. So. It is kind of what it is. It just it attacks the lungs. It attacks the the cardiovascular system. But then after that, it kind of we adapt to the virus in this at the same time the virus adapts to us. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What what other possible scenarios can arise from it? I mean, John's scenario seems likely. Well, I think that that's the only way we can do it, lah. Because I mean, putting the world whole world on like oh, there is another scenario, which is. Uh, complete shutdown of globalization. 
you are fucked, man. If that happens, you are fucked. Like, I'm fucked. Right? Yeah, then, I'm fucked. Then the I think it will take a lot more than uh yeah COVID nineteen to shut down the entire world lah. I think it's it, just it's just cheaper to let people die than to shut down globalization. Like I think it has to be uh, a virus of some proportion where like you know uh you turn into a zombie. Like, I think yeah. even then, uh, I think globalization <laughs> will still go on. You think globalization will go still go on in the event of a zombie apocalypse? I, I 100% if, if think the so. infection rate is at like say 30 to 50%, I think there might be a stoppage of you know, globalization. The, first of all, uh, one thing about zombie apocalypse is that we are all prepared for it already. All, every human being on Earth <laughs> right, is already prepared for the zombie apocalypse. And then all the zombies, right, functionally have the same weaknesses as all of us. They need to transform into some super mutant uh, that is immune to gunfire, explosive fire, poison, decapitation. Uh. Then uh, we are not prepared for it. So zombies right, are actually very, very poor enemies. They are, not, they are not very effective as enemies. And I think we can deal with them better than we can deal with the coronavirus. Yes, yes, yes. I think, <clears throat> okay, let's think of what's the worst. No, no, no. <laughs> what is the yes, worst yes, yes. bacteria slash virus? I think for me, my one of my fear, biggest fears is always like those flesh-eating bacteria. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or, uh-huh. you know, where, for example, you cut yourself and then you get infected by the bacteria and it starts eating your flesh away and then yeah. like your doctors can't save you and they have to amputate your, you slowly part by part. No, yeah, I think yeah. the worst I think the worst virus ever that can be created, right, is you are automatically infected the moment you are born and then it will grow with you until you have sex for the first time, then you die. And then after that once you give once uh so the next generation that is given birth, right, will be, be automatically infected the moment they are born. As a result of your sexual intercourse. Does this does this This is like this, oh, this is, is terrifying, man. This is very... means, uh, the human race will just have a life expectancy of about fourteen years old. <laughs> Holy shit. But there is yeah, what if I don't have sex? What if I choose to not have sex? Then you then you don't have the next generation now. You then the, you get extinct. Okay. Yeah. I mean, but like that's, that's on the that. assumption that every time you have sex, you will definitely procreate. Yeah lah. But then if let's say you know that there's this virus, right? Then you you definitely want to procreate. Uh, your incentive is to procreate. Uh. No. How how is that incentive? But to I'll procreate? die. Yeah, I'll die. I just you, not- you're gonna have you're gonna die if you have sex anyway. Then why? Then not just not just- have sex lah. Uh? Yeah, lo. Yeah, lo. Then the human race will be extinct. But you see, you don't, you don't think like the rest of us, you see. The two of you are very, very different in your way of thinking. How dare you? You are the only one here who does not think the way that we do. So you are the weird one. <laughs> uh, I doubt it. La. I doubt it. I mean, if you go around the world, uh, I'm fairly certain, mm-hmm. right? Most people, would just, their, their idea is just, okay, I'll just live till I'm 14. I'll bang it one time. After that, that's it. Then I don't understand this yeah. way of thinking. Audiences, actually, this is a lovely hypothetical. I wish you had put it at a, <laughs> as a magical moment. Audiences, please. Okay, audiences. Okay, imagine this crazy scenario, or exactly as John proposed. If you have sexual intercourse for the first time, you will immediately die afterwards. There's no guarantee that you will have progeny, okay? But you still retain your urges to have sex. Actually, okay? we are, this is a terrible yeah. hypothetical. I just realized right. both the male and female will die. <laughs> there's, there's no, no, way no, no, no. This, this only applies yeah. to... Shall we just make it apply to males? Oh, uh, yeah. La. Okay. Like make praying mantises? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like praying mantises. So yeah. if you're a guy, please only... This, this hypothetical is only for guys. If you're a guy and you write in the comments, the Facebook comments or the SoundCloud comments... Oh, no, no, no. Wait, yes. I think, I think I have a better one. Yes, yes. Go ahead, go ahead. You go die, ahead. right? The moment you reach orgasm. So it affects male... Pro- <gasps> Proportionally oh, more, so women can continue to give birth so long as they don't have orgasms. <laughs> the moment you get an orgasm, you die. Well, that I mean, most women will be safe, I guess. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Then the world. Judging, now. Oh my God, judging from all the all the stories I've heard from my girlfriends of like how they had to pretend to get an orgasm. And so, we don't get we don't get an education in this. Okay, nobody teaches how to communicate in this. Okay, all that people look at is fucking porn videos. JAV. Okay, huh? You think that. Wow. Why do you feel so triggered? I don't know. I feel triggered, very insecure right now. I feel like I'm not doing my job. I feel like I'm not upworthy enough. I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm lousy. <laughs> I hate you. I hate right. people bringing this up. All right then. Do you think Calm about? Do you think about like you know your partner giving fake orgasms just to just to stop you because it's so boring? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, uh, you should. You really shouldn't admit all these kind of things on there. I never admit like, anything. I'm just saying I'm oh, okay. really insecure. Fine, fine. <laughs> Sure, no problem then. We all we all know that Lydia is mm. extremely sexually satisfied. Okay. <laughs> Lydia, feel free to clarify on the Facebook comments or you know on our SoundCloud. Hey, this is account. a hypothetical that our audiences are supposed to answer. Okay, <laughs> not me. Okay, 
So what's hypothetical again? Okay, so if you if you are a male, okay, and then you have sex, and then you orgasm, you will die. Okay, so please indicate in the comments if if you write yes, it means that yes, you will still do your best to procreate because of your urges and because of the continuation of the human race. And no, if you decide that you you just will will become uh, abstinent for the rest of your life and not die, and then die at a healthy age of eighty years old. You know, I I really can think of like a science fiction kind of story about this really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the world, right, I think will be divided into two main powers. Yes. So there will be the matriarchs, right? Yes. All they do is they just control little boys and then use those boys, right, as like uh, Fuck birthing, toys. Uh, birthing devices. Right, right, And right. then there will be a group of very, very old men. Okay. Yes. And then all they do, right, is just control little girls mm. and then they just extract sperm without ejaculation. And then these two forces, right, eventually will come to a head. Mm, I, I like this scenario. So it's just the uh, it's just a uh, the war the war of the pedophiles. <laughs> in, this the scenario, in this in this in this in this world scenario, war of in this scenario are there mechs? Are there like mechs? Huh? Max? Are there mechs? Yeah. Are there like giant robots? I I don't know. I think there. Why be would you need giant robots? I think giant robots make everything work. I think everybody. The problem is the smart people will just die without coming to realize their full potential. And then only the psychos, right, who understand the game, who controls the system, will get to perpetuate their genes. Do you know who I hate? I hate televangelists. Because they are pedophiles? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how does that link? But okay, no, man, I'm sorry. Good. I just, I just try to change the. They topic, could be pedophiles. They could be pedophiles. So, but I, why do you hate them? No, no, I don't hate all of them. Um, but I, I watched this video on this particular televangelist called Kenneth Copeland, and he really looks like a demon. He has got this like demonic face, and then I went to watch all his videos, and then I was just so inspired, you know, because you know you read all these stories where there's this priest or this like man of God who ends up being the antagonist or the villain because he, he uses religion or the name of God to convince people that he's right, but he ends up using his, his powers for evil cases. Like, he could be a pedophile, he could be like a... Look at that, John. John's looking at his face. Right? John, you tell me this does not look like a demon. I think all the photos on Google are very unflattering. So I already know that instantly I should like this man. <laughs> if Google hates this man, then I should like him. I don't know. Like, this is my logic from now on. Like, okay, I, yeah. okay. If okay. Google and the, and the liberal elites hate this man, yes. then I should automatically think that he is the greatest savior on planet Earth. And that, that may, there may be some truth to that. I like how his teeth look a little bit like uh, like he's uh, got fangs or something. I look before me right now, and I don't see a congregation that's full of fear. I do not see a congregation that's afraid of this coronavirus, this virus that's been put on earth by the devil himself. And I tell you, I say, I bind these virus. I say that the word of God, the Bible, the Bible is a gun. And the words of God are the blessed holy bullets. And I say to you in Jesus' name, you take that gun of yours, you put it to the head of the coronavirus, and you say, virus, I bind thee in Jesus' name, and I, you pull the trigger. Can I get an amen? <laughs> amen. 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 <laughs> fucking men. No, so he speaks inspired. like that. He speaks like that. Really? I'm so fucking so, inspired. Ben, can you start your own cult? I think I'll join it. I think. I might join it. That's fucking great, man. I think you can do it, man. Dan Wong. I will be cast into hell for doing that. You're I mean, you're already going, going there anyway. Like, it doesn't as if matter. you have any other destination, <laughs> Dan Wong, get fucking real. How, how, do you, Wait, how do you not know I have some special quality that can enable Dan me Wong, to do yes? Do you believe that you're going to heaven? I believe that I'll be put to work. <laughs> that's all I know that's all the certainty I can muster at this point of time yeah everybody thinks they can work for the devil everybody thinks they are so fucking special and unique blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I never said that I never said that I, I do sometimes wish that what awaits us at the end is oblivion then when you are dead you just don't know you're dead it's just over yeah I, want, I want oblivion as well yeah I want to be like just gone to dust and that's yeah, it yeah forever there's no reincarnation Poof. there's nothing Yeah, you just don't exist anymore 
That's a really nice way to go. I'm very frightened that it's not. Like, what if it's not? What if you, you die and then there's something else, another journey that you must do? Like, I think the oh worst idea is just reincarnation. Like, yeah, you, you know, all you go through all this oh shit again and again and again until you reach fucking warm. Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, you, it, should, it should be escalating, you know? Like, you start your life as an earthworm, then you make your way up to a cockroach, and then you make your way up to a dog, then cat, or cat, then dog. So and we are human level now. What's above human, human level? Dolphin? I don't mind, like... Or oh, above human level is coronavirus. You can be born <laughs> as a coronavirus. <laughs> For every one of those old people that die, right, so they're reborn as a my, my theory, My theory is, if there is reincarnation, yeah. yes. then the level mm. link up is basically just social status and the amount of money. Social status, okay. I so mean. who got reborn as Donald Trump? <laughs> so Donald Trump is like... A lot of money and social status, or you can't get any higher than the. Maybe he, the maybe he States. was Mother Teresa in his previous life. No, mm. wait, they existed in the same plane yeah, of existence. So. Wait, you know, you know, in many games, right, <laughs> NG, there's this, there's this thing where you maybe it's Rosa Parks. I think if <laughs> if we find out Rosa Parks reincarnated into Trump, right, wow, I tell you, it's good. the world will just go fucking insane. <laughs> can we can we get a Dalai Lama to go and like figure this out? Like who who is who is the the past who life what, of Donald right? Trump? Yeah, I I would love to I would love to find out. What was Donald Trump's past life? Maybe he was a cockroach that went into like... Who got accidentally... If you ask a fortune teller, you're always some prince, right? A prince or princess, you know? You're always some great general who like, you know, worked for Genghis Khan and you had like 50 concubines. You're always one of those people. You're never like... The concubine. One of my... (laughs) Apparently in one of my previous lifetimes, uh, I was told uh, I was a man which is not that hard to believe, honestly, mm-hmm. um, who let down a woman because like, I made a promise to her that I would marry her mm-hmm. and then I let her down and she died wait- while waiting for me. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry that you did and that. And then, then, then he followed on, which is why your love life sucks in this lifetime. And then he tried to sell me like a $800 like, <laughs> crystal. Well, how did he know that your love life sucks? Did you give that information? No, not really. I think it's your huh. vibe. Uh. It's your vibe. Yeah. You have thanks. the man killer vibe. Man killer. Yeah. All the beta soy boy boys will just be so fucking terrified of him. <laughs> he also did say that I killed people in my past life. Another past life. That's not how to believe also. And then he also said that I was a monk in one of the, my other life. Okay, that's unfucking believable But but then he caught, he followed it uh, up uh, with, but you were a very bad monk because you broke uh, okay, all the okay. rules. That's fucking believable. And then I was like, huh? okay, well, when I was sitting there listening to him talk, talk about this, I was like... All these are quite believable things. <laughs> it's like, you mean I have not like learned from any of these and I'm yeah. still this way in this lifetime? That's why you cannot increase your social status when you reincarnated. You're not going to be the next Donald Trump, is it? It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, hey, I want to go and visit this fortune teller of yours. Where, where did you find this gentleman? Uh, or he, lady? He is at the... Boogie's um, there, is it? Boogie's there, yeah. Boogie's ah. area. It was really funny. Uh, I heard that there's like a famous guy in the Bugis side of things. Uh, there are quite lots of famous guys because that's where the the temple is. Mm. Guanima Temple. Shall we shall we go go and visit these guys together and do a Longkang Kitties episode? Oh my oh, gosh. That's great. You know what I found out? Uh-huh. Opposite the Guanima Temple. Wait, uh-huh. is it the Guanima Temple? That what's that one that co- that's in the uh Bugis? The very famous one. Yeah, Sima Lu Temple, yeah. right? Opposite there, right? There's this a uh, there's this like complex right uh there is just a couple of stories high and right if you walk on to the second level mm-hmm. there is an entire stretch of corridors right mm. where aunties sit on like little stools mm-hmm. and they just sit there mm-hmm. and what they do right is they ta xiao ren and oh, right I so if you if you want to ta xiao ren right you can uh-huh. go there and then you Tell them the name and the birth date of these people and wow. then they will ta the for you. Isn't that fucking amazing? So I walked through that. I was uh, like, holy Demon, fucking you, okay, shit. Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do Demon, that. can you give me your date of birth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Particularly good reason. It's so amazing. Uh, like, like when my friend... Actually, <laughs> I wonder why. Actually, actually just, you can uh, just go search on Facebook. I'm pretty sure it's on Facebook. Actually, just give me a copy of your IC. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> then you can hey, shall just... We go? Shall we go? I'm very inspired to go. So really? no, you just, how much do you have to pay them? Do you know? I don't it's know, a small man. amount, I don't mind. I, I don't just mind. I just walk through and then like so all these aunties, right? Are those aunties are that 
when when you see them in a in a like a isetan sale, right? Yeah. You know you should avoid kind. They've got that kind of sati, you know, oh like my that, God. that kind of very it's real. very deadly aura that like they that kind of auntie. You know uh, the the worst the worst uh, offenders, right? In any of these kind of like auntie related situations, are uh, is during Chinese <laughs> New Year and the fucking lion dance is going on. You know those lion dancers? They will throw the they will throw like the letters and the yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the yeah. the oranges and toys and candy and all that, right? So I was, when I was a photographer back in the day, I used to, uh, was contracted to take photo of the whole event. And you know, um, this fucking giant monster, right? These aunties, uh, they, they don't, they give no fucks right now. They will elbow me the, the fuck out of the way, right? Okay. This little five foot, 60 kg auntie, a bit stout, but you know, not, not the most intimidating of figure. Elbow me fucking right in the ribs, right? As I was trying to take a photo. Jesus. So that she can go and clamor for that little one slice of tangerine you know, that, that came out of the fucking lion that was handled by this man who, who is sweaty and whatever. They will fucking do that, okay? So these aunties are no joke. They want to ta xiao ren, right? I tell you, I, I, they probably ta xiao ren me because I was in their way. I just want to ask why they want to catch it. Is it like good luck? Do they eat it afterwards? I have no idea. I have no fucking clue. They can't eat it, right? Because they place it on the floor. I, I'm not... <laughs> A Chinesey kind of, I, I don't know. I Sorry. think it's like some, yeah, it's probably some good luck thing. Oh, right, they're go, they go fucking insane about it. They're one lumnies. Hey, are we are we three all very angmore pie? I think we need a. Where the fuck I is think Jerry, Jerry would know lah, but Jerry is not here. So far, because Jerry is having a gastric attack. Yeah. I say it like I don't believe it, but I think he's probably having yeah, a gastric he always, attack. He's always has these, these stomach He's old lah, you see. Like, lots of problems with his bodily fluids <laughs> leaking out from <laughs> various orifices. I don't know. Yeah, if he was here, right, he will regale us with stories of, you know ah, that time ah, my uncle ah, you know, <laughs> Let's pretend to be Jerry. Hey, let's okay, tell okay, a Jerry okay, story. Okay. You know ah, Oh yeah, that that um that Sumalu temple, right? You know what happened in the past or not? So right, like it was a very sunny day that day, and then you know, but then it became slightly <laughs> overcast because you know there was just a cloud that that shaded the sun, and then so so for five minutes it was very dark. <laughs> and then when the cloud finally moved away, it became sunny again. <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> oh oh yeah, my sorry. So uh so the complex basically, right? You know, it has some historical significance because the towels on the on the complex <laughs> it was made by this particular um craftsman. And this craftsman was born in China, and then in that part of China, right, the weather there was so bad. That's why he had to come to Singapore. Anyways. <laughs> that hey, that was my version of it. Hey, I tell you uh this is this is not working. Uh. You see, when I was young, <laughs> right, I had a friend named Samuel. And Samuel, please don't blame me if I tell everybody your story, okay? Uh, I mean, we used to be good friends, right? But I, I would just for the sake of entertainment for this podcast, you know, I'll just tell everybody the story, <laughs> la, right? And just a little bit of backstory to the story is that Samuel, he has a wife named Lena. And Lena and I are kind of friends in the teaching in the same institution, Right, and then Lena knows me. So if I tell Samuel's story right now on the podcast, Lena might get angry. You guys, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> I know this fortune teller. By the way, uh, uh, not saying whether fortune telling is true or not. Uh, whether if you believe in fortune telling, good for you. Lah. But you know, I don't want to bash on anybody. Uh, the, but you know, I, <laughs> but you know, the history of fortune telling are uh, also very interesting. You know, Then now uh, I have this one friend uh, who is a fortune teller. Okay, I won't say his name, but <laughs> he's very big in the industry. I, 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 won't, <laughs> I won't say his name. Please summon Jerry. Audiences cannot see, yeah, but uh, literally, as we are bitching about Jerry, his, his head appears in the window. This is very scary shit. Holy shit. Jerry, Jerry. Literally come on, in, Jerry. Summon Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, I want you to sit down and tell our audiences what happened. Yeah, just just tell your story. We'll, we'll, we'll all, I'll just everybody just shut up. Okay, Jerry, Jerry, tell your story. What happened? Fucking old age happened, man. Oh man. Mm-hmm. 
Continue, yeah. continue, continue. Oh, it's nothing to tell, man. My stomach hurts, that's all. Okay, why, why does it hurt? It's gastric pain. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you deal with gastric pains? Tell our audiences. You don't, you curl up in a ball and tahan until the morning. Ah, I see, I see, I see. <coughs> <laughs> we, we were all taking turns, right? To impersonate uh, you. Imperson- yeah, emulate you. <laughs> uh, by telling stories, right? Which, in the style that we think that you will, you will tell it in. I think I got closest. I think I got also quite close. <laughs> I think Dan Wong one was the worst. La. But still okay, la. still okay. It was a Dan Wong mixed Jerry. Yeah, you know, I will, okay, I will listen to this episode. Maybe I'll edit this episode and then I'll... I'll no, no, no. You cannot oh, edit no. it. I'll tell you what we do. I'll pause the recording now. Then we let Jerry listen to it. No, 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 no. Let's go. Let's let's continue. I'll listen to it first time when I hear it first time. Then I'll... No, la, you judge no, it that, now. La. You, you judge can it judge. Now. You can judge. Yeah. Okay, you okay. Let's do that. Hang on, ah. Okay, so Jerry, you have just listened to all three of us <laughs> imitating you. Now choose a winner. Who is the best Jerry impersonator? Okay, I'm gonna do my impersonation. I have to say this, I have to say this. I think all of you guys together, right? You, the, the amalgamation of all three of you is actually what I do. No, no, no. <laughs> you are Jerry. You're not going to Jerry. Bro, you can't feel no, no, this is my preamble to the preamble. It's <laughs> amazing. Oh, you, you are so consistent. I, I love you, Jerry. How? How are you so consistent? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't know, like, very difficult. Like. <laughs> Jerry. Oh, very difficult, very difficult. Wait, wait, Jerry, can you tell us a story about Sima Lu? <laughs> do, you have, do you have any actual stories about Sima Lu? I don't actually have any. <laughs> tell, us, tell us a Chinese temple story. Or, yeah. Chinese temple story? Mm-hmm. Why? We were just talking about fortune tellers at uh, the Sima Lu, you know, like the Chinese temple, opposite the Chinese temple and all okay, that. Okay, okay. Uh, no, I don't have a lot. Of- do you know why... Um, during a lion dance, aunties would elbow John out of the way just to get at a tangerine slice. Yeah, yeah. For the good fortune, ah. For the really, yeah. yeah. But why? Why is it good fortune? Some superstitious crap. <laughs> I really don't know. Because, <laughs> so like, the, you know, the, the lion dance is supposed to, you know, bring all the fortune, bring all the vibes. Then you're supposed, if you get a piece of a tangerine, you're supposed to get a piece of the... Bring, bring all the vibes. Oh. <laughs> we are all two and more priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, 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 we do need a, a bit of a China pie presence once in a while on this podcast. As okay, if you're not okay. Chinese enough. Jerry. No more Jerry moves. Okay. Pick a winner. Oh, very hard, man. <laughs> it's really very hard. Seriously, it's really very hard. Okay, pick your first place, second place, third place. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say... Fuck. <laughs> okay, pick the third place. Let's, let's start from the what the, in your mind there's the a worst one, one. Yeah. I think John will take a third place because you didn't get to finish okay yeah okay. so that's my bad because I show my face halfway through uh, <laughs> <laughs> fine fine should I accept defeat gracefully <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like, it's a toss up because what I like about Dan's impersonation was like, he's like, okay, so this is the backstory and then there's a backstory to the backstory. Okay. <laughs> That's usually what I do. I know. <laughs> I'm very aware of that. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, think, I, think, I think Dan takes it. Oh? Dan takes yeah. it? Oh mm-hmm. my god. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I actually wow. think, yeah, I actually think either Angie or John would have taken it. I didn't expect me to okay. take the Jerry crown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now <laughs> your Jerry crown is made of te- toilet well. paper. This, this, this is literally my, the only special power that I have. Yeah, yeah, your okay. impersonation <laughs> skills is wonderful. Are as top yeah, notch as ever. I think it's the it's the performance quality la. It's the performance quality, which he's so which he's so used to. <laughs> he just jerry his way out of this. <laughs> you guys know it. <laughs> you cannot you cannot crack oh him, man. You cannot crack so him. Funny, I suspect if like fucking Soviet Soviet in- interrogators tie you down, uh, like now you will tell us. <clears throat> no, no, wait, we try again. Don't don't do mambo jumbo. <laughs> Do Ivanski. <laughs> <laughs> now you will tell us, Jerry, who is the best? No, I cannot. I did. I, hey, I lost it. I lost it. Oh, no. like, you became Mambo Jumbo yeah, halfway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
What? Sorry? No, I didn't. I didn't say. <laughs> Just like a dementia moment here on the long kiss. Can you imagine? Can you imagine like when he's being like under inquisition? Yeah, yeah, Jerry yeah, yeah. launches into this whole yeah. long story that is so fucking like crazy and I'll, I'll you know like detailed make, that yeah. that all all the people who are like in, like doing this this work they'll just start, waterboard themselves. Yeah, they'll just be like, "Can you please stop? Please stop and tell us the point." Yeah. I'm like, getting to it. I'm getting to it. You'll be fucking putting pins into your into your fingernails and you'll be screaming and they'll be like they'll be like, tell us, tell us and you're like, okay, okay. Actually, uh, this is very tough. It's very tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very tough, man. It's very tough. All the pins is very tough. <laughs> By the way, you can insert the pin this way. <laughs> this is not the right way to insert yeah, it. Yeah, you know, if you insert it this way, right, you can just you know, move it a little bit, then there'll be a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll shoot themselves oh off. Oh about themselves first. Yeah, I think so. I, I think hope so. this is not too inside jokey. Uh, if our audiences have been with us for long enough, they will understand what we're doing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. La. It's still okay. funny as fuck. I think, this is, <laughs> I think this is far and away one of the most entertaining episodes that we've had for a long time. Oh, man. Oh, what are you guys uh, talking about earlier? You know, I'm very sad because for this episode, right, I wrote up such extensive so much notes. <laughs> I, start, I wrote like super extensive notes and then mm-hmm. I, I linked so many links and it's supposed to one. yeah it's supposed to be a really like serious episode about globalization mm-hmm. and its downfalls mm-hmm. and I, I even wrote like stuff you know I was like you know over-reliance on global su- supply chains is showing that in times of chaos <laughs> and supply shortfalls relying on assumptions of continued trade peacetime regulations and the goodwill of other nations can be very dangerous and then we start talking about shit. <laughs> so, so now you know uh, when I write notes, uh, like I write them in a very specific way, right? It's mm-hmm. precisely because I need it in bite-sized dosage, right? So that the, re- the, the you know, especially Dan Wong yes. can absorb. If yes. not, uh, I guarantee you first thing. Uh, they look at it Dan and Wong. then they close it. Dan Wong. <laughs> yes. Have you read the notes? Yes. How I much... Did. Do you remember from the notes? I, I remember the word globalization. Okay, yeah. That, that you just need to... <laughs> then Wong, if you were in my class, you would have had an F. A giant fucking F. Okay, I, I, I think our audiences already know this but really. I'm not, a, I'm not a very clever person. But, but he got an A plus for Jerry impersonation. Yes. So, <laughs> well done. Moral, Kudos moral to you, Dan Wong. I've yeah. never claimed to be a clever person or a very studious person. <laughs> so, uh, I don't think you ever claimed to be a person either. <laughs> Actually, that one is just a giant penis. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. So, so did we? Uh, did so? What happened was when I was not around, you guys concluded globalization is a joke, lah. Mm. Well, no, we, no, did we didn't get to we anything. Didn't get the yeah. <laughs> like, what were we talking? We didn't even get to anything that like, I I put on my list. Yeah, we were talking about the new normal, and then we talk about fortune tellers, and then <laughs> we made fun of Jerry. Yeah, and then Jerry appeared, mm. and then we had the Jerry judge the. Impersonate a Jerry competition. Anyways, I would just want to bring up this thing that has been like really funny for me. Uh, mm, watching sorry. celebrities sing Imagine. Mm. Yeah, that was one of the Imagining most... that that would really soothe us in our time of woe. The, okay, first things first, uh, first, like, this one uh, is just drives me fucking nuts, right? Is that the quality is shit. Oh, yeah, it was It's terrible. fucking <laughs> shit. And... I think, right, they deliberately make it that way, right, so that it will be relatable to us fucking filthy shit peasants, right, okay, <laughs> that is forced to quarantine and lockdown, okay? Like, because all of us are so untalented pieces of crap, right, that we will all sing in that precise way, therefore, they market it, when they package this, right, as some unpolished turd, they think that we will just lap it up, right, like the fucking lap dogs that we are. Okay, Jesus, fuck. wait. Can everyone just pull out the lyrics for Imagine here? And then we'll redo this um, shitty, shitty song. And then we can sing it. I don't even know this song. Okay. <laughs> I think we are reaching like quite close to the end already. Okay, okay. But okay. Uh, of course, Jerry only just joined us. Okay. So, I want Jerry to have uh, some amount of voice time in this episode. Okay. So, Jerry, we will talk about anything that you want. Anything. You just come up with a topic now and then we will discuss it. So, Jerry, don't don't put... Okay, you know what? Just do a Jerry move. Just come up with things 
half and half, you know. <laughs> Whatever, right? Just be you, okay. just be you, just yeah. Be you. Just be you, yeah. What do I want to talk about? Uh I the 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 thing that the thing that's been irritating me the last week or so is basically people still going out milling around, you know, having fun. Podcasts. You know. What yeah. podcast? <laughs> what podcast? Us. What podcast? <laughs> Right. No, no, no. Like, like you know, we were doing something. The people are just going out and having fun. You know, like you know, hey, having family time with people, ha- having drinks at a bar and whatnot. So okay, Jerry, I have uh, by the power invested in me by the mm. Singapore government, ah. you are now a circuit breaker ambassador, safe mm. distancing well ambassador. Okay. 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 Now, what is your first act as the safe distancing ambassador? First act, ah? yeah. What do you do? I will uh, get one of those riot police cars <laughs> with the high-pressure water cannon. <laughs> just drive around and spray people. Wow. Beautiful. You know, it's just fucking go home, man. Gorgeous. Seriously, guys, you know, just fucking go home. Like, you know, I... I it's, okay, here's what's fortunate. What's fortunate is majority of my friends on social media are the smart people complaining about all these things. What's unfortunate is every one of them is complaining about it and it's mm-hmm. pissing me off more and more by the day. Ah, I see, I see, I see, I see. So, so the proletariat, the masses are pissing you off and your friends are pissing you off. My friends well. are not pissing me off. My okay. friends are pissed off and okay. that kind of compounds my irritation. Okay, okay. okay. Just promise me that if that re- if this really happens, can I can I can I be your player too? I'll be your driver and then you be the water turret operator. Can can. Okay, steady. Definitely, definitely. <clears throat> You're all invited. I just want to be in the backseat and watch. Also can. I will uh, sit on the top right and pretend I'm the siren. Don't <laughs> 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 give me dispatch you to be the like the you know like the armor infantry unit. So basically you sit at the back of the car with your fucking baton, and then the moment some fucker he hikes or dodges behind something from the water cannon, then we stop the vehicle, then you run out and beat him before coming back. So home. I protect the vehicle, <laughs> la. Yes. Okay. Yes, armor infantry. But yes. you know the armor infantry, I heard uh, they're all fucking poor thing. Uh. They're yeah, all gonna run thing. behind the tank, uh, very correct. sing one. Yeah. Correct, correct. Of all the of all the units in NS, uh, I really pity them the most. They yeah. get like the least amount of glory. Like nobody ever said, "Oh no, I want to be armored." <laughs> but then at the same time, uh, they really get a lot of shit. Uh. They get a lot of shit, man. I remember last time when I was in reservist. Oh my god, we are starting the NS chat again, <laughs> and you'll never stop. Okay, okay, fuck the armored infantry, lah. You all, yeah, you all very lousy, lah. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> NG already told me cannot talk about you already. <laughs> no, please continue. No, uh, no mood already, ah. Uh. <laughs> You 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 fucking make me feel super insecure. This entire podcast, NG, I must say. Oh, no, that has that. nothing to do with me. That's all you, Dan Wong. Oh no, you cut your me. insecurities are your own. You cut me. You hurt me. <laughs> okay, with that, shall we end the episode? Anybody else have anything else you yeah. want to say? Or? I I don't even know. I'm how sorry, to NG, you didn't get to talk about your globalization and all your podcast notes. Basically, went down the fucking drain. Uh, but you know, we still had fun. Yeah, was a fun we episode. had fun. Yeah. yeah. Sure. And uh, with that, it's the end of the show. Thank you everyone for listening and we shall see you again very soon. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.